welcome to episode 358 of Texting, hosted by myself, Justin Vincent, and Jason Robertson. Jason, did you know that today is our one-month anniversary? I don't know what that means. One month of anniversary of what? You can listen to one month back-to-back audio of Texting now. That's you mean how 24 much hours a day, seven days a week? 24 hours a day, seven days a week for one month. That's how much audio Well, is one got. month 28 days or 30 days or 31? <laughs> I'm saying 30 days. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a lot of texting, man. Yeah. That is a lot right. of texting. Okay, so this is going to have to be the no bullshit uh, podcast or episode because I told Sandy I was doing a show and she's like, really? You're going to do a show now? That's going to eat it up the rest of the day because we got like a oh, okay. ton to do. So um, I, we could do an hour. Just uh, we got we to stay. We got we to gotta hit the, you know, hit the key stuff. Cool. No, no, no bullshitting about the weather or what TV shows you watched or what's going on with your diet or whatever. So I think we hit tax, task flow, right. uh, maybe a little about Colby's game or whatever. We can talk a little about the college thing. Um, and then we talk about the, the, the Math Academy launch, I guess, would be sort of the, the top items, right? Let's talk Let's task flow quick... to start. Let's talk the task flow. The pro- where are you with task flow and how are you feeling about it? Well, there's a few different things. First of all, um, we changed um, the name because I want to. I want to start promoting it. I want to start getting it out there. Yeah. So, first of all, we changed the name, uh, looking for a new brand, and uh, thinking that the brand is going to be changed from Taskflow to List. Mm-hmm. I like and, List. Um, you like List. Why do Why I do like, you like it so much? Well, it's clean. It's short and clean, easy to say. Um, I, and you got the domain, what, trylist.io? Yeah. I think that's, I think it was just fine. I think, um, uh, you know, I think it works because, you know, you're, you, all information is ultimately a list, right? It can be a hierarchical list. It can be an unordered list. It's an ordered list. Um, it's a list of posts, a list of ideas, a list of notes, a list of tasks, a list of people, a list of events. I mean, it's lists, Right. Yeah, even even like a blog post or a book is a list. I mean, it's just a list of paragraphs, basically. Yeah, a list of ideas. List. I, I think I think list yeah. is great. You know, I mean, mm. look, think think about other things that are even in the space. Notion, an idea. Well, it's not really an idea, right? You're writing all kind of you know. It's like everything. No matter what you put up there, is going to be a stretch, right? Not everything fits neatly in. You know, it doesn't really have to. It's just a yeah. name. You know, and then people stop thinking about the name. Rome research. I mean, so are you like roaming around? What if I don't roam? It's like a, that's <laughs> just like it, it, whoever made up the names at the first place, they're probably thinking of all these things. There was going to be confused or people are going to come up with these weird reasons why not to use the name. In the end, it doesn't really matter. Unless the name's texting, which is just sucks forever and then you're stuck with it. But I mean, you know. well, but for example, the name task flow, <laughs> you should, so if, but by that token, you know why not stick with with that name? Yeah, if you do task flow, I just I I, I think list is. I mean, look, what I'm, what I'm what I'm getting at is it is a name doesn't matter that much. A better name helps, and I yeah. think a name that doesn't lock you in as much. So if you really want it to be mostly about tasks, you know, then task flow is good, like to doist or something, right? It's a to do list thing, but list, but you want this to be more general. Yeah. Then tasks. And I think I think then task flow is the wrong thing. You wouldn't call it cars for sale, you know? I mean <laughs> as it'd be dumb. So right. it's sort of like, you know 
I, I don't know. I, I think I like List personally. Again, I think it's not it's whatever you know. I think it's good. It's not quite as bright. I mean, it's obviously such a generic word. I mean, it's such a basic word like Word. You know, so that's Microsoft Word. Like it, but um, so it's quite it's, it's super generic, and it's um, it, my brain is having a little bit of a hard time remembering to say it. I keep on saying task, but I mean List. <laughs> so, right. But that's probably just because I've been working on it for five months. At this point, five you know, whole that's, months. That's, a, that's just five months. So that's long, cool. Justin. I don't even know how you <laughs> stick to it. It's crazy. Is you gotta you gotta commit to something. You gotta be thinking in terms of a decade. Are you can do this for a decade. If not, right. then don't do it. You know, not mm-hmm. in terms of like, oh, I'm gonna do this for like a year and then gonna monetize it and sell it in a year and a half to you. Like, no. I mean, there are stories where stuff like that happens. Where you know, top to bottom, they build it monetize it grow it and scale it and sell it in a year and a half two two three years but that's that's usually the exception and that's when everything hits at just the right moment and and uh, they had the right connections and the right everything and then they were able to to you know and, and someone came around the wrong time and just said oh we want to buy this right now you know but uh, i i think really if you want to create anything of of any significant value um not only to the market but to, you know financial value you got to really think in terms of like a decade i have one real user yeah a real user who's a real scott yule um you yeah will, i know you scott will, yule he he, he had, remember scott yule yeah, yeah he's a listener i know scott he he was he interviewed you on bootstrap with kids oh geez yeah that was a while ago holy smoke right okay yeah, so he, uh, he he's using it as his primary to do list. Great, and great. what does he say? Yeah, he's 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 digging it. Uh, he's it's he says it's uh, way more responsive than Google Docs, uh, which is what he had been previously using. Huh? And um, it's he said he he really appreciated the features and the checkboxes and the sort of the way that it works um, because up until now he'd just been deleting text. He's like, oh, it's so much nicer to have a checkbox. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, 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 yeah, well, that's great. Well, well, that's that's the thing. I mean, you know, you, you, you would you get people starting to use it that keeps you at it? So that's why you want to launch it as soon as exactly. possible, even if it's painful and embarrassing and frustrating at times, having people use something that you know is incomplete or buggy or whatever, but um, makes a world of difference. I think. So just moving through the 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 the, the task flow slash list news mm-hmm. um i am expecting a release for you by next podcast so two weeks from today so august the let's say 16th so that's sorry the, october 16th october 16th. the jason release is october yeah. 16th okay that is my goal okay i really feel like i'm getting there um with marketing i've started writing a blog post um and that blog post is List is not a big ass text file. <laughs> that is what the blog post is going to be. Okay, called. Your title. Cute. It's clever. Okay. <laughs> um, with um, just <laughs> just um, thinking about uh, the whole purpose of this and and where it came from and putting that in a in a post. Okay. Um, and you know, as I've as I've been working it up, it's. Just the tech is just really, really good. Like it's just getting better and better, and it's. I'm just feeling super hopeful. Like there's a lot of potential for this, and um, yeah, it's it's just it's it's hard to know what that potential is unless you actually really spend time using it. It's just like you know, if if you haven't used a new tool that works a certain way and you haven't thought about the world through that way, you don't mm-hmm. really 
know that that a tool like that can exist. So um, yeah, I mean, I've just really been extensively losing it, using it um, with, you know, just not just tasks, but thinking through stuff, like organizing stuff. Like it's just super fast. It's super fast, and I really um, appreciate that because that's so that's been the yeah. So you you've really optimized the inner loop, mm -hmm. so to speak, right? Yeah, which I think is important, right? That the 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 what are people going to be doing a con you know with it all the time? Make that super efficient, then it's much more pleasurable. I mean, it sounds. I think it's, it was the right thing to focus on that, and then of course, sort of multiplayer mode because I think that's going to be really hard to to uh, to build out later. So it ha ha built well, on top of that infrastructure. I think is important. Yeah, and so the well, that's that's something that obviously set me back a couple of months. Um, mm -hmm. Is is thinking through it that way? That was the change set stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, this the, the technology in this like is definitely like hands down the best tech I've ever written. Like, right. And it's just there's so many times when I'm I'm working on it and I'm like huh, wow, those other primitive components that I made are going to make this this one thing so easy. And there's there's something, there's stuff that's just going to be possible now that aren't, aren't possible with other systems, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm super excited about that. Well, I think that's that's something when you start talking about it um, and you're blogging about it, those are the things you need to point out, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, what, right. Are the, what are the key differentiators, key advantages? So if people are... You know, because if you do like a show, Hacker News, or how, 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 whatever, whenever you debut it to some audience, you, you know, if you point out those strengths, you bring attention to those strengths, then you, then it'll draw on people who are, who have used other things. It's like, you know, I tried this and I tried that, but I like stuff that's more responsive and they're always frustrating. And they'll be like, oh, maybe this is my, the answer. Maybe this is what I've been looking for all these years. Well, yeah, it's, 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 it's something what you said in the beginning. It's like, um, it it seems simple, but there's a lot of power under the hood. Mm -hmm. So you know the the what's great about a text file is that um, it's not annoying. It's completely fluid. Um, you can do pretty much whatever you want with it. But what's not great about a text file is there is no structure. There's you you know it's difficult to do something like keep track of the tasks that you've done or prioritize tasks or or just do you know do structured type of stuff or. You right. know, and stuff gets deleted and it goes missing. Um, so yeah, there's there's just there's just a lot that it can do. I mean, I'm I'm super excited. Well, here's the question: Why don't you have more than one user? Why why is why aren't other people using it? On, that's a good. On... That, that is a good question. Um, and that's something that we're going to find out as I put the as I put the blog post out and uh, start promoting it and and getting some of those um, inner thoughts out there about why this is good. Um, and you know the difference that it makes. Well, here's the question. I mean, you had some other uh, uh, other texting listeners using earlier incarnations of it, right? Or were they just uh, no, testing not really. out functionality? Um, no, that no. Emra was Emra was testing it out, but he moved to um, he, because you remember he wrote a post saying that he wasn't, you know, he he didn't feel uh, super into it, right? Um, because he. He needed something actually right now, and it doesn't. It didn't do the things that he needed. Right, like, fair enough. It didn't work on mobile. It it didn't let him do bold. You know, just just used um, Apple Notes, and he found that perfectly good, and, and yeah. that's fine. Right, 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 right. And there, but there's no other takers. Have you? Has anyone else? Any of the other? Anyone else in the, Discord? Uh, no, not really. Not okay. yet. Okay. I, I don't think that it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna come through that way. I think the way that it's gonna come through is through once because also it's not it's it still has the problem of not saving i mean there's been a few people who've said that they will actually use it once it's 
once the undo is nailed, which it is, by the way, the undo is like super good. And once it saves uh, to the server. Once it saves to the server, yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't know why you would work. use it until then, right? It's like a, I'm working a document that doesn't say that doesn't that's sort of that's not going to work for most people. Yeah, I mean, it does save pretty well. It's just it's just if you clear your cookies, that's the problem. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Dangerous. Okay. Well, cool. Well, um, next up. So I next thought the is I, I th- uh, stuff. Well, do you want to talk about the? Uh, just a real quick recap of the Colby interview. Yes, please do. Yes. Well, you, I want to hear your thoughts. You were the you interviewed him. So, what do you think? Well, I it? just want to know, like, when you were sitting there in the airport after dropping him off, listening to that, because that was the time you chose to listen to him, just in the right. airport. Right. And then right. the end, the last question I asked, you know, what do you think of Jason as a dad? Did a tear come to your eye when he said he's a good dad? <laughs> No, no. Oh. I thought it was funny. He's like, well, I can't really think of anything bad about him. <laughs> <laughs> That's not exactly a ringing endorsement. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, at least I'm not terrible, right? At least I'm not yeah. you know, anything bad about me. So, um, yeah, I just kind of shook my head and laughed. Like, okay, uh, you know. Um, uh, but, I, you know, I thought it, I, you know, it seemed like it went pretty well. You know, I mean, he's a 17-year-old, or now I guess he just turned 18-year-old uh, kid, and, you know, getting him to articulate his thoughts on a rather complex game in a way that is listenable is not easy. So I thought you, it, looked, it sounded like you had to do a fair amount of editing to make it work, right? But did it sound like it was edited? The goal was to make it feel like there was no edits. Yeah, well, I, it's hard to say because I knew you had edited it because you told me you were okay. editing it, and and then Colby after he listened to it because we're in the hotel room and he's and I and I'm like, what do you think? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, he edited this thing, and I was saying something else, and he's like, I, I, it didn't make any sense after he edited it. And I said, well, Colby, <laughs> I said he, you were probably explaining something technical, and Justin realized that it was just gonna you know it was too far down the rabbit hole for listeners and he's like oh, okay you know yeah that's what worry about it. i said nobody really cares you know i mean it's like nobody's really gonna remember how the menu system works by listening to you talk about it right so um uh yeah but he was happy with it he was he was he was excited about the whole thing right he, he was he was looking oh, forward cool. to being interviewed and i think he was he was happy with it and i just thought he thought it was cool that he was able to do it so that was yeah. great. That was great. Um, well, well I'm, I'm super, super happy to interview him. I mean, I've, I've, I really enjoyed it. And um, I think it was a good decision to not have you on the call. Like if you were on the call, he would have just been feeling, you know, at a minimum like, oh, my dad's here. I've got to, you know, watch what I say. Or, But like it, it, would, it would be taking up brain cycles that would stop him from thinking of good answers. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, and I, I probably would have talked over him or answered for him, which would he would have found annoying, and it would have, you know, I, I think that's, that was the right decision, for you sure. Did, well, did, did you mind the fact that we didn't really talk about the the absolute details of the game that much? No, no, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, no. I mean, for me, it was more or less like a time capsule. You know, we'll look right. back on this five, ten years ago and be like, <laughs> let's listen to Kobe Roberts at 18, you know, talk about his talk about his game or whatever yeah so i was i was i was glad for that you know um so yeah so the game is coming i think he posted a few uh screenshots 
which got a few thumbs up from people, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you think of the game? I mean, you you saw a little bit of it, right? I think it's great. I mean, I like it's it's like the it's like the game that we played, and um, it's it's computer form. You know, it's um, yeah. it's great. I'm just looking forward to it existing so that we can actually play it. Yeah, me too. So I I I I, I spoke with him yesterday. Um, you know, so he's been up at college for a week now, and. At the end, I was just asking him, you know, if he's gonna, you know, what's what, what he's thinking about in terms of the game and how much time he's gonna have, and he's like, yeah, I think I'm gonna work on it some more today and tomorrow and stuff. So hopefully, we'll start seeing some forward progress. And I told him about the importance of momentum. I said, look, you know, I know you got a lot of things going on. You, you know, classes come first and all that kind of stuff, and you're trying to make friends and get involved in stuff. And I, you know, I want you to do that stuff, but you should try and spend a little bit of time on it you know, every two, three days at the least, just to keep the momentum going. And I said, yeah. you know, I gave him a little bit of a talk about the importance of momentum. So, you know, if it's 30 minutes, you know, here and there, just keep your brain on it, keep making forward progress, and then just let's beeline towards getting something playable that will have a pull effect on it, on the project, right? Instead of you just pushing it, and people are like, hey, let's get an update. You know, even if it's just from... Me or you or, you know, a handful of close friends just get to that point. And so I'm just trying to, I'm sort of talking around sort of like the scope in terms of saying like, we, you really, because he's like, well, you know, I could do this. Out. I'm like, Kobe, you really don't have to do all those things. I know you think you do to call it a complete game, but like, just <laughs> cut, don't worry about that stuff yet. Do it later. Let's get it, get it working and get, let's make something we can play. Even if it's sort of, even if it's lame, even if you're like, oh, this is kind of a overly simplistic game, that's fine. If we can actually play a complete game on our mobile phones asynchronously with WebSocket updates and saving state in the database and all that stuff, and it all works. I mean, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That that's exactly right. So, um, so yeah, but it was, um, I you know, I, I'll just say about the college. I'll give a little update. The college update because you know he went up there and. Uh, you know, he's, he said, the first thing he said, he goes, well, I don't know who, you know, I kept, people keep telling me, you know, college, you don't have any free time. It's, you're so busy. He's like, well, that's not true at all. I got a ton of downtime. He's like, oh, you know, and I said, well, you don't have downtime if you're screwing around and you're, you're not managing your time. If you do manage your time, you got a lot of free time available. That's the difference. In college, people spend so, burn so much time just screwing off. Then, then, you, then, last minute, you're like, "Oh my God, I got to write this paper. I got this problem set. I got a lab." It's like, "Yeah, well, you didn't plan that out, and he left it all for like a couple of days, and now you're kind of screwed, and they're gonna stay up all night, right?" Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, but yeah, he said the, uh, he, so he's in like a, uh, he's in a junior level computer science course, and is uh, and an and a and a sort of a sophomore junior level math class, and. He's yeah. like, yeah, I really, I kind of know most of the math already, and it's kind of really easy. I'm like, okay, well, just don't get cocky, right? Like, go to class, yeah. you know, do the problem sets and everything, and which he's been doing. So, I, you know, I was telling him, I looked at the key to college is, is go to sleep at a decent time so you can get up and go to your classes, and then you do your problems. You start on your problem sets the day they're assigned. If you do that, and you really work out your, it's, it's you know, it's way easier. So, and he's, he's doing this thing. So yeah. he's like, he, he just, you know, blew through all his stuff. And then, uh, he was talking about the, the programming class. He's like in this, uh, it's like intermediate algorithms or data structures or something. And I, I said, uh, and he's like, yeah, the first, um, 
first the first day the the professor says well who who knows uh how how solid are people on python and like everyone in the class except for five of them said they were shaky <laughs> Clover's like oh god it's like these people don't even know python so i said well it's not going to be all about python it's going to be about algorithms right i mean python is just the way of expressing it so I, I have to kind of, I have to try to talk him down from getting too cocky and overconfident. <laughs> it's like, don't, you know, you, you are in a really good position and you do know a lot of stuff in these classes that these other students probably haven't seen. And so it's going to give you an advantage and et cetera. But, you know, one way to screw yourself is to start thinking you're a genius and that you don't have to go to class or pay attention or, you know, or take things seriously. That, that is, that's how a lot of, a lot of smart people sabotage themselves. Yeah, you know. So, but anyway, it's so it's good. He's he's Colby has been launched. <laughs> so, so you said so when when you uh, dropped him off, mm-hmm. uh, you wrote in um, t- in Discord. Just moved him in at college this weekend and listened to the sh- the show while sitting at the airport gate. There's a lot going through my head right now about our relationship and how I did as a dad. Yeah, well, you know, as a, as a parent, right? You you definitely think about those things and. I think especially as your kids get a little older, I mean, you know, w- w- with, you know, Jack and, you know, kids who are like five or seven or 10, I mean, you, you know, you're, you're just, you're omnipresent in their lives. And, and, and it's just sort of like, I don't, it's not a whole lot. You don't need to reflect on everything. It's just, that, it's just happening. But as they get older and they're like going to go to college and there's this sort of like, then there's more time to reflect on it. Right. And you kind of start thinking, you know, they start going to leave their own own lives and everything, and you just wonder how how they're going to think about their time with you and how you raise them and yeah, all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, you know, it's just weird. It's like um, I, I what what analogy I always kind of you know compare it to is like you know when you're a kid and and the summer starts and you're just like oh man, you're so excited about the summer, right? And you look up, and I swear to God, like three days go by, and it's already Fourth of July. You're like, <laughs> "How the hell is it already July?" I feel like we just got out of school. And then you blink again, and there's two weeks left before school starts, and then school yeah. starts. Like the summers always go by ridiculously fast, and it's like one of those. It's, it's it was like one of those things. It's like okay, so last day of summer kind of thing. Like, hey, Kobe's gone off to college. Wow, that was fast. Like he grew up quickly. And now he's gone. I mean, sort of. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be overdrive. He'll be back for Thanksgiving, at Christmas, break, and summer and stuff. So, but um, I don't know. You just think about those things. I mean, I, I overall, I, 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 I don't have much that I regret. I feel like I spent a lot of time. Uh, I felt like I spent a lot of time with him. I tried to do. I tried to set him up for success in life and teach him a lot of the right skills and values and, and things like that. I mean, you know, you always kind of remember the handful of times you lost your temper and raised your voice at a time and you go, God, I, you know, and you kind of wince when you think about that, you know? And I mean, I, there were a couple of times you, I got mad at him when he was, you know, he's little, right. You just get mad at him and it wasn't even his fault. And you realize that it wasn't even his fault. And you're just like, it was. He doesn't remember it. It was kind of a oh, nothing, they don't remember it. Yeah, it was. It's kind of a nothing event, but it still bothers you. Yeah, right. You know, I still. It's like you can't. 
it's like you can't ever forget even the little things. And, you know, even when they did misbehave and you needed to raise your voice to express to them that what they did is not okay, it still bothers you inside that you raise your voice at your kid, right? I think of it like a... I think it's similar. I mean, okay, no, I'm going to say something that may be completely wrong, but the closest... To, to what I imagine PTSD might be like, because I, I just, it, it, it sort of physically shakes me inside, you know, just thinking about that, those kind of moments that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you always have, I mean, you don't, you know, if, if anyone who says they never lost their patience, their kid is a liar. <laughs> you know, it's like, you're going to lose your patience with your kids at times. They're going to do things that, you know, it's not like I ever, you know, physically hurt them or ever did anything like that. Right. Um, but it's just, um, you know, I remember like one of the worst one of the times that just still bothers me. You can. OK, go on. Well, you're asking, I, you know, so we're at the park. Yeah. He's like probably like five or he's like five, four, five, five, four, four, five, hey, four. There's and, no way he remembers this. No. And we're playing. He and I are kicking the soccer ball around a little bit. And um I think I went over to check on his sisters because they were, you know, 30 or 40 feet away climbing in the jungle gym. And I come back and like, I saw there's this little girl who walked over to him and she was like, you know, three or something or four, whatever, or four. And, and he like, apparently, because his mom came over and got mad at Colby because he pushed the girl away because she was trying to take his ball. Right. And I got mad at Colby, but then I realized that I realized that he put, he didn't push her. He just tried to keep her from taking his ball, but I got mad at him and I took the other mom's side, but it wasn't his fault. This girl just kind of, this little girl just tried to take his, <laughs> take his ball. He's for, what are you going to do? Right. You kind of push him away. And I was like, that's the last time I'm taking mm-hmm. someone else's side against him by default. Right. I will yeah. find that situation. But my, but I was so like, I guess I was so like uh, socially conscious. I was like, well, oh, did my son do something wrong? Oh, I'm so sorry. Colby, how dare you push this little girl? And, <laughs> right. and then I realized, and I get mad at him, and he didn't do anything wrong. And I felt so bad about that. And I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. never doing that again. I've, I'm so upset at myself for not hearing his side out first and finding out what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, again, nothing yeah. situation. It, it's ephemera. It just went away. But I'll never forget it, right? <laughs> I'll never forget it. Well, and I'll never. You don't, you know, you never done, forget, I'll never forgive myself for it. Right? It just it makes me <laughs> upset just thinking about. You it. You should forgive yourself for it, yeah. and you've done a great job since. And that was oh, really apparent to anyone listening to the last show. Well, thanks. I, I appreciate that. Um, okay, let's 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 move on. Let's let's keep this thing moving because, like I said, Sandy was like. Uh, you know, <laughs> we got a lot to do, so uh, yeah. all right. Well, let's hear about um, the what, what's Mask going Enemy? on the release and all that, the, the marketing. Well, so okay, let's talk about the the release, uh, the accidental release that Mark <laughs> did for you. <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, I, I, I gave Mark a little shit on Discord, but really, Mark, I'm just I'm just joking around. I, 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 it's like I actually appreciate it. It was yeah, sort of. He, it was sort of he, like he launched you on Hacker News. He launched. <laughs> it was sort of like you're. It's like you're. You're at the 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 
lake or something with some friends, and you're standing around dipping your toe in the water, and one of your buddies comes and just shoves you in. You're like, hey, man. You're like, immediately you're freezing cold because you didn't want to jump in. And you're like, everybody's kind of laughing at you because you're freaking out because you're cold. But then 30 seconds later, you're fine and you're having a good time. You're like, yeah, whatever. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like one of those things you're just like so uh it was funny because um you know sandy well, what, what was it let's just just describe just describe it so okay so what happened is there was some post about you know as these these things come up at least once every three or four weeks on hacker news like i want to learn math and i'm trying to figure out what i should do and i don't know where to start and you get all these people come chiming in and saying oh you should read this book or that book or whatever right and I, I never read the post. It was sort of a ha- ask hacker news. And um, one of the comments that turned out to be the top comment was Mark's. And he says, hands down, you should use Math Academy. And then he goes and gives his reasons why. And it, um, of course, I'm asleep when all this is happening. And Sandy comes and like wakes me up at like seven o'clock or something like the seven thirty. you know it's pretty early and i'm you know i'm staying up late working and she's like get up she's like something's happening going on with the website like 60 people have just signed up and i'm like <laughs> what or her requested a demo i guess 60 people requested a demo and i look at my phone and i see like a missed call or two missed calls and a voicemail from you and some text and you said something about hacker news i'm like oh and i'm kind of like and i tell Sam, i'm like oh i, I get it must be some kind of hacker news thing and so then i just go and you know take a shower and get ready and you know eat my breakfast <laughs> i said i'm just gonna get i'm not gonna rush and then i came in and um that's when i started uh kind of responding to some of those um some of those uh, questions like people were because you were you could tell me from your side like you you said there were some there were questions that weren't being answered and there was a little bit of snark was creeping in and you were a little concerned that's why you were calling me right yeah well from 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 stuff that we've done on hacking news in the past i know that when we when either of us have pushed a, a blog post up there i think we're both the same about this we we like to try and nip uh, the negativity in the bud because people can quickly get you know mo- like when there's three responses to snark it can mm-hmm. get very snarky. Mm-hmm. So um, we we try and nip it in the bud and just show the best of the of whatever we're trying to get across. Mm-hmm. And so you weren't there to do that. And so I was thinking that I might do that. But then I was thinking, you know what? Anytime I've ever tried to do that for you in the past, you've been super upset about it. I ha- oh, so geez, I just I don't remember d- that. As I did not, because I just say things wrong or misrepresent, you know, okay. misrepresent. The, the situation or something like that because i don't have all the inside detail sure. and so i just sort of instead of do that i just like calling you home. i'm like dude i'm calling you i called you like three times no answer sending you texts look i really think you should get on hacker news now <laughs> <laughs> it's like something's going on and that this is going in a bad direction because that because ev- of course no one's going to believe you know we're, like fantastic ideas you know, extraordinary claims. claims require extraordinary evidence. Exactly, yeah. and and so extra, yeah, yeah, exactly. What, right, yeah, everything that you you're doing is is not the normal, and it 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 just sounds like no, that people can't do something like that. Yeah, but fuck, fuck that. Hook them. You know? So that's why you needed to get on, and and you did. You, the responses you did were great, and from the from the time that you got on to when you finished responding to people, I think the post got like another another forty points or more. Um, because you answered really well. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I um, 
I, uh, you know, I just try to, you know, whatever, address the issues as, as, as succinctly, as clearly as I could, um, and as quickly as I could. Cause I, you know, I, it's funny thing is I was, that's the morning that I was, that Colby and I were flying up to Oregon. So I was like, I, had to get, I didn't have a lot of time. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, luckily it wasn't too snarky. I, when you said, when I read that text, I was like, uh oh. And then I was like, oh, it, there's just one or two people are a little bit skeptical and which, you know, it's fair enough. I mean, good reason. And, um, but it was interesting. So I think, I think the number of signups, I think we had 161 people request a demo. Fantastic. Which is a lot. I can't remember the actual number of people who came to the, who, who we got hits. I think about like, it was like a couple thousand or something like that, you know, right. or 1500 or I don't know. And Sounds about right. Yeah. And, um, so it wasn't like a massive, wasn't like the, you know, the it's only a hundred point, uh, like a 90 point post or something, you know, ha but, but, um, yeah. And it was just a comment, right? It wasn't really, it was just a, well, it was yeah, exactly. It was a comment in a 90 point post. So yeah. that's pretty good to get a couple of thousand. Yeah. And, um, you know, they call it the hacker news hug of death. <laughs> sort of. Um, so, but, it was good because it, uh, one thing Sandy said, well, this is, this just shows how not ready we are for this because, mm -hmm. um, there's going to be an article or I should say a column on, uh, in the Washington post written about us in, uh, in, uh, two or three weeks. Wait, a column. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that means that they repeat, they repeat it. Um, no, so so the education writer for that for Washington Post has done a couple stories on us over the years, Sandy and mm -hmm. I, and he actually you know, wrote a chapter on in um in a book he uh, he wrote on education about Sandy and I and Math Academy, and um mm. so he, he you know he periodically reaches out to me and says hey what's uh you know what's going on and what are you guys doing anything you know just want to follow up and see how the Math Academy's going or that kind of thing and um you know he had said to me at one point in email where he said you know i i view you and sandy as the most innovative educators in america right now i was like mm -hmm. wow <laughs> it's like that is really nice so um it's, it's like that's a bit tough tough thing to live up to but as i you know appreciate it but so he has a really high opinion of what we've done in the school program and is really interested to hear was really interested to hear more about the software and what we're doing with that um, so he's writing a, he's writing a, um, he came over and interviewed us in person and, uh, and he said, you know, I've been interviewing, you know, it's years. I, I don't interview people in person. Um, but I made an exception for you guys. I was like, okay, awesome. <laughs> Thank you. So <laughs> I, great. you know, get very flattering. So, um, he's a really, really, um, knowledgeable guy. I mean, he's been covering education for years and, um, uh, I, so I expect that we'll have a, you know, a, you know, it should be pretty nice, good coverage of the, of the system. So that's going to be pretty, that's probably going to lead to be a fair, a fair amount of traffic. And so we, and we need to be ready for it. And so Sandy's mm -hmm. like, you know, this just shows you we're not, we're not ready. You know, I mean, we had, you know, uh, I mean, we, we, you still had to go to the .us site, and you had to request a demo, and you know we're, we're you still can't, you still couldn't read. There's no marketing, and you couldn't sign yourself up, and it was just we weren't ready. There's no, there wouldn't really be a scale, and so um, you know, but we got to get all that solved completely, um, 
And so it served as a little dry run. And so what we did is Sandy said, all right, so like we got a hundred and I guess it was like 161 demo requests. And so then she sent a follow-up like um, form that had four, five different, we set up five different group demo sessions. And I think like 31, well, I think like 60 or so people picked a time. Like they're going to go, I'm going to do the Wednesday at 4 p.m. kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. And then 31 people showed up or something like that. You know, they're like, you, you were expecting 23 and then 11 people showed up at a particular at a particular demo. So, and I, so I was doing group demos with anywhere from like yeah. two or three to, I think one of them only had two people, but a lot of them were like, you know, five or eight or 11 people or something. So, um, and then after that, you know, got there, but, but what I did is, you know, from the time of the, the Hacker News article, which was Wednesday of week and a half ago, about a week and a half ago, right? Um, mm -hmm. And to, it, until the demo started is we just scrambled to get together just a very rough version of the marketing site with the ability for people to actually sign up, mm -hmm. right? And so Sandy was like really pushing hard on this. She's like, all right, you need to do this. And then she brought the whiteboard and like, here, you need to do this, you know? And then she stayed up with me to, on the Sunday night to like midnight testing the 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 sign up process and the and the credit card payments and um she made a she made this funny um observation she's like well because we're working on this stuff she's like you we should turn a movie in the background just like, what do you want to watch she's like and i was like i, I don't know whatever and she's like well let's watch ragnarok the um <laughs> the end of the marvel movie right the, the yeah. thor movie and which is one of my favorites because it's so funny and of course i've seen it many times so it's not really gonna distract me and then she goes I just realized that it took exactly the length of Ragnarok to get the credit card processing to work. <laughs> so it took exactly one Ragnarok. So we're now measuring <laughs> all to-do tasks in units of Ragnaroks. That's a half Ragnarok. That's, cool. that's a that's two Ragnaroks. <laughs> you know? So, um, but yeah, she's really kind of driving the whole operational side of this thing. You know, like she's, she set up all the demos and is like doing all the sort of tech and customer support stuff. And then it's like kind of trying to keep me on track and moving forward and not getting stuck on little eddies, which is like, look, that don't like, we need this. So, which is, which is helpful, right? Um, yeah, it's great. And so we've had. It's great to have someone in your, in your side like that. Yeah, no, she's, I mean, you know, that's, I think what makes us a, a really good team is, is we complement each other quite a bit. And she's just extremely, uh, I don't know, I'll put the word is just highly competent, right? Like she could just do hmm. anything that needs to be done and she's do it, knock it out, make it happen. Bam, bam, bam. She's really good at like project managing and pulling stuff together, you know, so. The, she's the, they call someone like that the glue, you know. Yeah, the glue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if you had like a two-person startup, one person's the tech founder, she'd be the other one, right? She'd be the <laughs> non-tech founder who does everything else. So, um, so that's been good. So I think we've had. So now we've we have surpassed the hundred uh, customer mark, hundred hundred paying Fantastic. customers. So I don't know what our number. I'd have to look on Stripe. Let me look and see. I can maybe I can tell you exactly what the number is. How many? Customers, do we have? Oh, I should just go to the dashboard. Hold on one second. Do we have 112 active subscribers? 
Fantastic. So, I, Has any one of those signed up through the new process? All of them. All the people Wait. who came in signed up through, except for like one or two people who were who requested a, an annual subscription and we had that kind of oh wait so wait hold on a second so the the you sold all 31 people who you gave a demo to no well I, no i can't i can't be that can't be right because i had like eight we had like 80 or something 112 so that's you're talking 40 something but i think someone were like two for, two for one you know some people did it for themselves then they got a further kid or they two two kids or something that is, but we've also had a bunch of people come in out of nowhere, not from the Hacker News. Just new people. Yeah, I think people saying, "Hey, I, I started doing the I started doing the linear algebra course, and I told my buddy or something." You know. So there's, I think it's, I think that's, I think there's some word of mouth going on, because Sandy has all the email addresses for people who requested a demo, right? And so when someone signs up in Stripe, yeah. you can see their email address, and it doesn't match that. She's like, "I don't know who this person is," you know. And it's great. So I'm I'm just look I'm just going through the marketing site and um this yeah, it's great. I mean it's obviously super bare bones. Um you yeah. know, it's just the beginning, the first one. Mm-hmm. Um but it is looking good. I see I'm just looking early grades here, going through all that stuff. Yeah. Well yeah, that's nice. It was like a yeah, it was like let's just get something up, get the basics, and then we'll just continually iterate and fill it out. Like I'm about to get the privacy policy in terms of service and all that stuff up today and then i mean it's just a ton of stuff um that that i need to get up and put on there but it, it's, it's it's so much easier to add stuff you know or to, to iterate than once you have have something right <laughs> yeah once you have something right well because iterate. it's it's sort of conceptual like you don't know what it is you want this thing to be and how to work and what's the navigation and what's the general concept and feel and you're all up and down the stack right you're at this sort of high level strategic thought about how you want to present it then you're sort of this what market you're speaking to and then you have these design ideas going in your head and then you have this response well, how do I want the responsive stuff to work and you're thinking well how am I going to code this up and then you, so you're up and down the stack you're at nine different levels in the stack, right? And then it's so hard to make progress that way, right? Because anytime you're one part, you think, well, maybe we should do this and that. But then when your time is running out, it's just like, just get it working. Quit scrolling mm-hmm. around. And, you know, and that's pretty much what Sandy was saying. And of course, so what- I, by the way, I always, te- like I was joking on, um, on, on Discord about how, you know, she was being a hard ass. Of course, she's never hard ass. She's very sweet about it. But I like to pretend that she's like a, drill sergeant and she's like you always make me look like such a bad guy and i'm like this is funny <laughs> it's funnier if i say oh my wife is so sweet it's like you're like oh god that's so boring <laughs> if i make her seem like a drill sergeant people are like that's that just picturing that something's really funny um <laughs> but she, she still doesn't appreciate so, it so uh, with regard to the marketing site like what do you see as your you know, the next incremental updates to the marketing side that you think could make the difference? Oh, I mean, look, I mean, this is like a, this is like when you turn, this is the, the way I was saying, it. I said, you know how you feel like you write a paper and you didn't leave yourself enough time and it's like four in the morning and you're just like, screw it. And you turn in a C minus and you're just like, all right, well, this is done. You know, maybe I'll get a C plus, but I'm done. I, I can't, I got to go to sleep. Right. That's what it felt like. Just, okay. Mm-hmm. Because and 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 the, and the reason that's okay is because in two weeks it will all, it will be way better and no one's even going to care during that time. It does it doesn't matter, right? Which is something I always try to tell you. There is no launch event. 
you yes. know? No, of course, I know And that. I always, I well, you used to say, well, I get the big launch. You would start to think like that, and, and a lot of people do. You kind of start to think like that, and I said, you have to force yourself not to think about the launch event. You're not Apple. You're not on stage. Well, it's a thousand launches. I've right. always said. No, dude, come on. We've had a lot of talks about this. Can't, don't rewrite history. Can't edit history like this. No, no. It? But what I'm saying is, um, like, we may have had we may have had that discussion in the past. But I mean, throughout the whole Nugget training stuff, I mean, it always talks about a thousand launches. I mean, yeah, that's a whole course that I wrote. But <laughs> and I specifically talk about yeah, that, okay. and that was written like five years ago or whatever so okay all right yeah, well maybe it was old history <laughs> i don't think so but anyway doesn't matter uh the the point is it does it, you just got to get something up right and you got to not correct you got to not because you worry too much then it you just slow yourself down to a crawl because you don't want to make a mistake and i mean i think we could do i, I want to do a much better job of explaining the product I want to do some much slicker way of maybe of giving like make kind of a, almost like a like a slideshow of screens and kind of how to go through it. I think I'm going to do like a, a video walkthrough of the product. It's almost like um, when I'm a, 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 a really if I give like my best demo of all time, <laughs> you know how I would do it, and then just kind of record that and make it like a video cast, screencast kind of mm -hmm. thing. Um, uh, yeah, it's just there's just more information that needs to go up there. We're just missing be, a lot yeah, of information. Awesome. I think we'd have some visualizations or animations of the knowledge graph being filled up over time, and I don't know. There's just just a lot, there's a lot we can do. Um, I have like I have like eight or ten um, uh, websites from companies that I think have have done a good job, and I'm using it to think of ideas. I'm like, oh, like that's a good idea. We should do something like that. You know, people who kind of or companies have taken the the, you know, they're at least at least their product lends that lends itself to the same kind of website, right? The same kind of, you know, and and one thing that I've noticed is that a lot of these websites do not have a lot of copy. They don't have a lot of text, right? And the reason is because nobody reads. Right. So what you want is you want images or even better animations and videos. Short, almost like little animated videos and, and not a lot of text because, you know, people see a lot of text. They just eyes glaze over and they just move on. Right. Yeah. Um, the thing I was going to suggest that, that I think that, you know, if you could, if it was me to just do one thing next mm -hmm. would be. Um, just parent stories, you know. Just yeah. Well, just, you saw, you saw the testimonials, testimonials, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're talking well, about. I didn't full... see the testimony. Where are they? Middle of the page. Just looking. Just looking. Hang on. Uh, oh yeah, there's yeah, just just some little paragraphs. Yeah, no, like you're saying with pictures, like with 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 pictures, and you know. Yeah, so the, like, you, the, you're talking about user story, case there. studies. User stories, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. the first thing I wanted was just a, a list of just quick testimonials. So, been like two or three sentence things where the yeah. parent goes, "Oh my God, you know, my kid's been using this and it's been great, and you know, they learned calculus or whatever." You know, people can read that and go, "Wow, oh, they get it." Um, but I think, I think, so you kind of want a lot of stuff up there that's sort of high level and quick to read, get a, a quick understanding of the benefits and how it works. And then you can fill it out with a deeper stuff when people are really kind of looking harder and trying to get a better understanding of things. Cause that's like, that mm -hmm. type of stuff takes longer to develop. And 
Um, I think a lot of people don't need that. They like the high level stuff and like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's give it a shot. Right. They don't need. Yeah. They don't need to read just a white up. paper on it. They're like, okay, just see what it's like. Yeah, it's 30, 30, 30 day money back. You know, what? Let's just give it a shot and see how it works. Um. So yeah, so we're worked really hard on it. Well, that's why with Sandy was like when I said I was doing a podcast, she's like, "You're gonna do what?" <laughs> you know, because we're like we're we have this we're sitting out in the living room, kind of like our war room, and we got a whiteboard there with all of these just like fires, you know, tasks that are really like fires burning. That you got you know things you got to fix, information we got to get up there, you know that kind of stuff. And so that's what was really good about this is it really put a it really put a focus on the core things that we got to get working and got to working better or cleaner before we have a bigger uh, a bigger rush of people coming in like a, a, a like if we do like a, a full-on show hacker news and it's you know or we do or that washington post ends up you know delivering a lot more users what we don't want to do is have a lot of people not engage with it because they just like can't sign up they don't understand how it works you know that kind of thing yeah so it's like a kind of put you onto this sort of gun to the head kind of pressure and that's actually great yeah so and it's it's a combination of like well it, it there's part of you like you go you go you where we vacillate between elation at growing right because like we went from 80 to 112 subscribers in like a week right it's great so that's awesome and the thing is a lot of these people converted without me having to spend an hour one-on-one developing a relationship with them and explaining things in great detail, right? Like, because if it requires that, it's not going to scale very well, right? Mm -hmm. And so if if our, like, you know, these demos were, they weren't nearly as good as a one-on-one in most cases. It's harder to do those with a group of people. And um, a lot of people would come into it halfway through and a lot of people didn't came to it and they still signed up. So that's a good sign um, that even when we're not doing, even when this website is far from complete and isn't polished, um, that it's still it's still working. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just, so you're just thinking, oh, just if we can have just three weeks, you know, <laughs> all these issues dealt with, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so the. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess that's the deal. Is that we just the next the next few weeks are just going to be full on, you know, um, just trying to get everything knocked out. And oh, the one thing, oh, uh, one thing I, I mentioned on the um, on the Discord, which you know I think um, be interesting to talk a little bit more about, is you know just as I suspected, there's a lot of interest in um, in like the machine learning type of math mm. for machine learning. So uh, we quickly put together a course um, called Mathematics for Machine Learning, which would come after a calculus course. It would be like a, sort of like a, if you're a computer science major, you take in your year of calculus or whatever, and it's like you're, you have these upper division, you know, uh, machine learning class you want to take. This is the class in between, so you don't have to take, you know, a full-on probability statistics course and a multivariate calculus course and a linear algebra course. It's like, look, you don't have to know all of those things, but you need to know a third to a half of each one of those things, and then you'll be fully equipped, right? Which is a much better situation for people who are interested in machine learning because they're like, look, I'm not a math major, man. I don't hear about the, you know, 
you know, Stokes and Green theorem and stuff like that. I I, I just need to know about a multi-variable gradient stuff so I can, you know, understand deep learning. This is great. It's the um, just enough math concept. Right. Well, the, two things. So to, to building into that. So what was really interesting is I get on and, there's, you know, and these are all Hacker News people, right? And a lot of them were like, yeah, I need to start from the beginning. And I was like, really? Mm -hmm. I was like, well, you know, we got like an algebra. It's like, no, no, I really want to start with fifth grade math. I was like, what? You know, like there were people, there were some people who I think like you, Justin, a lot of people like you who felt like they did not have a complete, oh, they either did not have a complete math education or they had a downright horrible slash traumatic math education. Yeah. Right? right. You are not alone. I can tell you right now. I mean, you, like, I'm like, wow. Like, Justin is 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 just one of many. There are a lot yes. of people walking around who, are like, man, I don't, I don't know math at all, and I really don't feel good about it. And I would love to find a way to level that up so that I can do other things because there are some cool things that you clearly need to math for. Machine learning being one of them. So I was like, okay. So I, I, I immediately the next day I get on with Alex. And I go, okay, dude. Like or not the next day, like after the very first demo session, I said we need to create a foundations course, a math foundations course. Because what I don't want to do is take these people who are in their twenties and thirties and forties and fifties and say, "Well, you're going to go back and take, you know, you know, take fifth grade math, something called fifth grade math." I mean, that just feels kind of humiliating, right? Mm. Even though when I spoke to them, everybody, nobody had an ego. They're like, oh, "I don't care. I don't take fifth grade math." I'm like, "You sure?" Like, you know, maybe. Mm -hmm. And the, 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 at least for the most people I talked about, they seem to have no ego. They're like, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't care. I just, I just need to start from the bottom and build that up again. I kept hearing that over and over again. I was like, oh, okay. It's this, I mean, it, that's real customer development as well, just, uh, just as an aside. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know. Absolutely. And so I was like, well, I was like, but even though they say that, as I, I told Alex, I said, I want to streamline the process because there are topics in fifth grade math and pre-algebra and integrated math one that aren't really that essential that I would, if I was teaching the courses and I didn't have to worry about standard, hitting standards and stuff, I'd be like, ah, screw it. Like, we don't need it. That's just, who cares? And I was like, yeah. Alex, let's create a, a multi-core sequence that starts from, that will take someone from fractions, like literally fifth grade math, all the way up to be able to do university courses. Yeah. And initially I thought I could do it in two courses, but Alex is like, yeah, that's not, <laughs> it's not, we, we can do it in three courses, but, but still three courses is way better than taking fifth grade math, pre-algebra, algebra one, geometry, algebra two, pre-calculus, calculus, right? I mean, it's, that's a lot of courses, right? So if you take, you know, uh, mathematical foundations one and mathematical foundations two, two courses, you could you would then be prepared to take linear algebra, university level linear algebra, or or the introductory proofs course, or, and 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 up and even abstract algebra. <laughs> if you did up through three, you could go on and take um, uh, the math for machine learning course, or um, or um, multivariate calculus, and then differential equations and all that stuff. So um, so yeah, so I think there's a lot of people. Like you, Justin, who are like, you know, I I want to do this stuff, but what I want to do is like, as like they have a really good, they seem motivated and they're very earnest, but what I don't want them to do is get like three or four, six months down, they they kind of start losing momentum because it's just too much work, right? 
I want to like streamline it so they're like, holy crap, I'm learning fast. And they can see the light at the end of the tunnel because I want to get them to their destination. Right? I want. You're sounding a, li a little bit more um, enthusiastic about the adult uh, market. Yeah, I, I, I think I was a little um, dismissive of it. I, I underestimated it. I thought people. I, 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 yeah, I just wasn't, I wasn't convinced. I, I felt like, you know, I felt like it was more a vitamin than a, than a um, painkiller. Whereas for a mm. lot of parents who are homeschooling and have gifted kids and they're trying to find solutions, like it's a real painkiller for them. And I thought this mm. was like a, eh, I don't know, maybe I should do some math, you know, and they're not really that committed to it. And they kind of, you know, they mess around with a couple, a few things on Brilliant and they watch a few videos on the web and, you know, whatever. They buy a book and they mess around for two weeks and they stop doing anything. And, I think based on talking to people and their level of enthusiasm, that's not true, that there are people who are really, really motivated and really looking at solution. But the problem is there is no good solution out there. Like yeah. you're not going to successfully just teach yourself a math, just going on Wikipedia or Khan Academy or just getting books out of the bookstore. It, 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 where would you even start? How you know, like, you don't even know where to start. I mean, it's, that's the point. It's not mapped out for you. Well, even if it is, even if someone mapped it out for you, it's um there's just too many holes it's just not it's not like one smooth scaffolded process and it's and you would just have to have incredible yeah. um you'd have to have incredible discipline and most people don't have incredible discipline we're mortals i mean we all know that person who gets up at five in the morning and runs 10 miles and eats you know you know perfectly and goes to, you know like but that's not most of us right most of us have limited <laughs> discipline and so scaffolded processes that's a that's a good way to say it yeah good, well, good way to think about well, it well that's what we spend a lot of time working on is scaffolding it because you know if, if you're teaching a, a course it, whether it's high school or middle school or university like the the books especially at university they don't have to cover every step because the 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 professor will just fill in whatever he wants to do or she wants to do right she's like oh you know we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and you know um but when you're on your own you don't have that support right? You don't have office hours with a professor. You don't have a study group. You don't have TA sessions. It's just you, really. And you get through the first couple chapters. Usually the first couple chapters of these books, they, they, they make it for whatever reason, they're able to make it somewhat accessible. And then all of a sudden it goes into fifth gear and you they skip nine steps and you're like, what the hell happened? I don't, I don't understand what's going on anymore. Right. And I think there's a lot of people and, and me being a self, an autodidact, I've done this a number of times and I failed at it a lot. And so I know why it sucks and why it basically doesn't work. And um, sometimes I'll just go work through this book, you know, and um, I like I said, I'm sure there, there might be one or two people listening to this and go, oh, Jason, I did that. And I'm like, well, good for you. <laughs> you know, it's like you're most people can do a, you know, run a marathon. You know, it's great. But most of us, it's um, it's really, really hard to do that it's not a high probability success rate whereas if you get on our system and you just say well i'll do 30 xp 30 minutes of focused effort a day five days a week i mean you're just gonna be blowing through this stuff so you said um in in one of your comments on discord you said you know maybe we could put together uh in in quotes just enough series right that's a really interesting brand i mean i think that that's are you thinking about that as a brand or is that just a concept yeah well you kind of replied to that you were like oh just enough like photography or graphic. i can't remember what you listed you listed a couple uh, 3d just enough 3d graphics just well i put just enough math 3d graphics just enough math signal processing yeah and then i, I just imagine a big list of it yeah like just amazing. enough math cryptography and stuff like that where it yeah. would be really streamlined for one specific thing right it's mm -hmm. like 
you know, because if you're doing 3D graphics, it is a fairly limited number amount of math that you have to learn. So I think it would even be more streamlined than, say, the mathematical foundations, which is already streamlined. Yeah. Especially if you were starting fairly high up. It's like, okay, you're not going back to fractions. You're a little further along. It's like, you know, it's not going to take you that long to get up to speed on this stuff. And But yeah. it's such a great value add as well because, you know, you're niching down. Like, you're, super, you're helping the people... Like it's it's it truly is a win win for everyone involved. It's very good. Yeah, no, you, you made that that observation about having landed pay, landing pages and marketing for like many marketing sites in a way for each one of these things, and I think that's totally true. I think you could, yeah, you niche down and you're hitting math for cryptography, and you're hitting all you know. There's tons of conversations about that. Can you the bit? Can you read the Bitcoin paper and the math and that? You could just write all these blog posts around it, and it all funnels yeah. into. It's like, yeah. so it's, I mean, it's SEO heaven and you, you, but you, the other thing I, I mentioned is like you, you make, you're making their life better. Like you, you are a painkiller, you know, yeah because you are literally killing pain for them to get to that place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. I had a, I had a great conversation with this guy, um, Ryan, who, uh, he said he's gonna listen to the podcast. So he's probably, <laughs> he probably listens, listens now. Um, but, um, He's in the UK and he's in the trading world and he's like, look, man, like I just I felt like I kind of muscled my way through math and I never really totally internalized it. And, you know, I, I, I need to go back because there's things that I want to do. And, you know, I think he really wants to do the things that are much more quantitative in the trading world. And it's like I got to get I got to level up. And he's like. You know, I need a solution. And, we, and, I, and, and when I started explaining to him how it worked, he's just like, oh. Yes. Oh man, like that. Yes. Does it? So it was like, it was like answering all his, his prayers, right? Because he's been struggling with this and frustrated it. And so when you see that, you're like, oh, I guess so. This really is a market. Like these people really are kind of suffering. They're really frustrated. They need a solution. You know. And uh, yeah, that's great. Well, I think I think you know because of things like uh, you know because you know whether it's machine learning or you know crypto or three D graphics or high frequency trading. I mean, there's so much stuff now that's just very mathematical, right? And there are ways to interact with these things and not be great at math. But a lot of people are thinking, man, if I just knew, if I was leveled up in math, like I could really do some awesome stuff. I could really go to the next level. And they, but they don't see a way to do that. That's that's realistic. And um, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll you, find out. When when you used to work with, oh, uh, when you used to work with Guyon, you used to say. Uh, I like Guyon to do the the math for the three D graphic stuff. Mm -hmm. Why why did you do that rather than you do it yourself? Well, I mean, look, right? I'm a math guy, but there's always somebody who's more of a math guy, right? I mean, there's like even John Carmack, who I think most people you know view as like one of the greatest programmers alive and one of the best graphics programs I've ever. He even had like a 3D graphics guide, like he would give to his code and that guy would go further optimize it and write it, take it to the next level, <laughs> right? And, yeah. I, you know, I think I think where I kind of exist in this is, because so Justin is really, really mathematical and he just lives for that stuff. And he just like, um, I'm sort of in that, I'm this jack of all trades type of person. It's like I, I can do, understand the, the, you know, the customer development and the marketing and I can write the code and I can understand the math. But he's like 
pure math, right? And so I can say, Justin, look, here's how I think, here's how we need to think about this. It, it needs to be like a network flow and we need to flow down this. And it's like, this is basically, I can kind of create, like I can describe the geometry of it and I could try the outline, the mathematics, but then he goes, works out the details, right? Got it. Because these, these tasks are gargantuan. I mean, Justin, we've been evolving and working on this model and stuff for going on three years now. And when I say working on it three years now, I mean like he, you know, talking between 50 and hundred hours a week, purely on the modeling for three years by someone who's <laughs> exceptionally talented and exceptionally focused on it. I mean, it's a huge amount of work on this. And I just couldn't spend the time on that. I, it requires way, way too much focus. But I can be honest with you. I mean, he's another level mathematically. I could not have done that by myself. You know, being a jack of That's, all trades yeah. means that, you know, I'm a B plus at all this stuff. I'm not an A in anything. You right. know, B, B plus, you know. And so... um which is a superpower on its own right, but it allows me to do lots of things on my own, you know, and I think like a lot of startup tech people, they're kind of ideally of somewhat like that because there's so much variety and things that you have to figure out. But, you, you, you know, you have to defer to the specialist at some point and say, okay, so this is the, this is the guy, you know. Or the girl, right? This is the person who's the true expert. Yeah. And Sarah, you you focus on that, and then we can have high bandwidth conversations about it and uh, everything. But one one thing I'll one last thing I'll say is the the development of all of this. It's been largely a mathematical mathematization of my of heuristics based on my intuitions and experience. All the way the whole system works, how it all fits together. And so I kind of wave my hands in there and say, well, basically it needs to work like this and it's like this and it's like this kind of a function and I can kind of describe it in mathematical terms. But then then he turns it into a full, full on quantitative system. That's basically how we work things. And Got the it. perfect yeah, so you yeah. The perfect example I would say is like I was reading in our a book about uh, the history of deep learning and it was talking about uh, Jeffrey Hinton, who's the you know, sort of the father of deep learning, I guess. And Hinton was, he, Hinton would, was famously not that great at math, or at least he says he's not that great at math. I mean, when you say he's not great, we, we just take someone who's a computer scientist says they're not great at math. I mean, it's all relative, right? You know, but he says he's not that great at math. And he says, I do differentiation by imagination. Right? I was like, well, it should differentiate, right? You know, it works kind of like this. And it's like, I want a lot of da 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 da. And it's like, it's easy to say that. And then you have your, your postdocs or PhD students who are really, really mathematical. And like, you figure out the details, right? And that's kind of mm -hmm. how Justin and I work, you know? <laughs> I kind of have these nice. intuitions and, you know, these geometries and these vague notions. And, and I'm really confident it all work. And then he's like, and he was joking about it. He's like, well, Jason's confident it'll be work. He's right in the past. So I guess it'll work. <laughs> 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 meanwhile i'm just like i guess you know pulling this out of my ass but it just turned out it has it, it's it's combination my intuitions have been on point but he has the chops to make it reality right if i had someone who was right. less talented and less skillful and less obsessed with the problem it wouldn't have come together it just wouldn't right have. Mm -hmm. so it took it was also my confidence in him i'm like if this I believe this is a tractable problem. This is a solvable problem. We can, this will work. I have ultimate. I have ultimate confidence in that, and I have ultimate confidence that that's true. That he can figure it out. 
you know. And so when you have someone like that believing in you, so you can figure it out. And I guess you're also as confident in his ability as he is. He's just like, he's just like, okay, I guess I'll figure it out. <laughs> so you know? that's great, man. It's great. So I mean, it's it's uh, that's kind of how it's worked, and um, and it's been it's been very very successful. We've had I think we've we've um, weaved some gold here, and um, it's uh, it's a large part because of the complementary skill sets and, um, and his abilities and all that stuff. But, and on the other side, yeah. you know, Sandy is now coming into the picture from the operational marketing side and, um, and now she's really helping turn this into, you know, Jason's, you know, kind of imaginary project into reality. People actually signing up bank accounts and customers and <laughs> whatever making things happen no it's great it's it's a it's a great time to be listening to the show yeah um it's sort of uh this is what why people uh sort of originally start listening to this this type of show you know just these kind of moments yeah well i think um i'll just i'll probably finish with this because i i need to uh i need to get back to work to be honest with you um sure but um I, this, as I told Sandy, we went to dinner last night for my for my birthday dinner, and we were talking about this. And I said, you know, the next few years are going to be really fun. It's going to be hard, and it's going to be stressful at times. So it's going to be fun. Like this is this is going to be exciting. You know, when you're you get a start to the point, it's like we have a some level of product market fit. We have something that works. We are we are able to get customers, and we haven't even started marketing yet. Really, there's no, it's, we've done nothing in marketing. It's just sort of, you know, whatever. You know, a friend of ours posts a comment on a blog post, right? I mean, um, so I I have no doubt it's going to be successful. The question is just how how successful and how can we avoid too many screw ups and face plants along the <laughs> way? You know. <laughs> That kind of thing, and uh, how do no, no, it's how great. do we get it's how do we get it, how do we get it to its night as, as smooth as possible? Oh, the one last thing I want to say is mm. something an observation that Justin. No one can do it. It's you. What's that? Yeah, go on. Okay. Well, the one last observation I want to make, which is actually, not, I'm sorry, the last thing I, I want to say is is is, is repeated observation that Justin made. Um, he goes, because we're talking about all these things that I'm having to do manually. It's like, we got to get this stuff. We got to automate some of this stuff because this stuff burns my time and then I can't work on the product. I can't move, you know, move the product forward if I spend all this time manually doing stuff. And it's, it's fine if I'm manually doing this for three people a week, but if it comes to three or five people a day or 10 people a day, then all of a sudden I'm like really getting hamstrung in terms of my ability to focus on the product, right? And he's like, yeah. You do things that don't scale, asterisk, and asterisk says, until it's time to scale, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, right. it's starting to time to scale. We got to start getting our processes and we start in place and automate and get this stuff working because, you know, people start coming and they want to, they want, they're interested in the product. You better have the information on the website that they can understand it, that they can get up to speed on how it works and what the benefits are. You've got to make it so they can set things up and they can configure things and that they, it, it works in a way that doesn't generate a ton of customer support for you, you know, so you got to get, got to get that done. So that's, that's kind of where we are right now. Well, that's a wrap. We're out.